This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and I hope you guys are having an amazing start to the week so far. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit special. Um, that is because this week's episode is a rerun of one of my favorite podcast episodes that I have ever put out. This episode is how to show up as her and the secret to becoming anyone that you want. I love this episode so much and I wanted to re-release it today because I was actually scripting out another episode pretty similar to it. Um, It was about how to level up your lifestyle and pretty much transform into anyone that you wanted to become. And I was scripting this out and I was loving how it was going and it was all about reinventing yourself and leveling up. And then by the time I got done the script, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And I looked back and I listened to this episode that you guys are about to hear and it's literally, I pretty much wrote up the exact same script. So rather than recording it twice, I feel like the way I said it the first time was exactly what I was meaning to say in this script as well. So I just wanted to rerun this episode because it's actually one of the best episodes I got feedback on too. I had so many messages after this episode saying that this mindset really resonated with a lot of people, that they really liked it. It was easy to understand and digest in this way. Thinking of like your highest self, your best self as a version of you that you can tap into at times, you can set aside at times, you know, things like that, like showing up as her, like who is she? And then she is you. It's 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 a really cool concept and it it's very freeing and transformative once you really adapt it. So um, yeah, I wanted to re-release this one today and I just, I love this episode so much and I know you guys will too. And if you've already listened to this episode, it's a great re-listen. And if you've never listened to it, then you really are in for a treat. It's one of my favorites of all time. So we're going to um, play that one today, but I just wanted to pop on quickly before that episode and just say hi. I hope you guys are having a really fantastic day, a fantastic start to the week. Happy February, February 2024. I can't believe January is already done. It's just flying by. And as I woke up this morning, I was just like, oh my God, like the days are just going so fast. And I just want to slow down and enjoy the days and enjoy life and be so intentional with everything. So Next week, we will be back on our normal scheduling program, but I don't want to keep you guys waiting too too much longer. So enjoy this episode. I hope you guys love it, and I'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye, guys. 
Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, and I hope you guys are having an amazing day so far. Happy Monday. I can't believe we are already like halfway, not halfway through the through July, but summer is just flying by and I absolutely need it to slow down. Um, a lot of people are saying it feels like summer has just begun. And I kind of agree with that because the weather has just been so weird. Um, June gloom was absolutely in full effect. And I feel like now in July, we're getting sunshine and it's just absolutely gorgeous and glorious. And I'm very grateful for every day that we have with all of the sunshine in July and I'm just loving it. So I agree. I feel like summer has just begun and I'm loving every second of it. Um, I kind of just wanted to get right into today's episode because I really enjoy this topic and I feel passionately about it right now, like as I'm speaking about it. And I always feel like these are just some of my favorite episodes when it's just passionate and shorter almost. And we kind of just get right into it. So I kind of just want to dive in about this idea of showing up as her and practicing what you preach and kind of the idea of showing up as this best version of yourself. But for some, some of us, it's hard to imagine being a version of ourselves that we aren't yet. Um, so I'll kind of dive into all that. But lately I've been going just constantly on the go with work and I haven't really had much of a break, which is is fine. Like there's seasons of life where it's like this and I'm just in it right now and I'm very grateful that I love what I do and um, I'm just feeling extremely grateful about working a lot. But when it's go, 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 I normally don't get too introspective and like I don't really get to think a lot. I don't really get to sit with myself and just really think and, you know, kind of like get deep, which is why my last couple podcast episodes have been a little bit on the lighter side, just because there hasn't really been much, you know, I just haven't had much time to myself to really think. And what I think is when I come out with podcast episodes and stuff like that. So I've just been keeping it light, which I know we all love, but I kind of wanted to switch it up a little bit whenever the time came. And I felt like the time came to me on the 4th of July, which by the way, I hope you guys had an amazing 4th of July. But on Tuesday, the 4th, I really gave myself the day off to just go have a beach day. I'm really grateful that I live at the beach and the 4th of July was like my first true beach day of the year. And it was really, really awesome. I just got to relax. I got to sit on the beach. I got to watch the waves. I get to enjoy the view. I slept. I read. I rested. But most importantly, I was able to think. And as soon as my body slows down, my mind speeds up. I tend to invite thoughts rather than fight them away. And that's because normally with my thoughts, they lead to ideas that I, I like, they lead to epiphanies, and they lead to moments of inspiration that I can tap into and kind of ride the wave out for, for a while. And I really feel like I just think my best when I'm just sitting and when I'm not trying to make an idea come to me. Like yesterday, for example, I was trying to come up with workshops to do for Stride Sea Isle and, you know, just all these ideas. And nothing was coming to me in the moment. And I feel like other creatives can kind of understand this, but ideas as a creative, at least for me, come to me when I'm not doing anything and when I'm not trying to do anything. When I'm not trying to think of an idea, when I'm not trying to find moments of inspiration, that's when they find me. And it's up to me to kind of act on them when they arrive. So 
when I just gave myself the day on Tuesday, I just had these moments and these thoughts and these realizations kind of come to me and I've just been building off of them ever since I felt called to them on Tuesday. So when I was sitting on the beach on Tuesday, the reoccurring thought of yoga kept coming to my mind. And I recently opened up Stride Seattle's second location in Seattle, which is just for yoga and Pilates. So I've been doing a lot more yoga and it's been just so amazing, but I've really been doing a lot more yoga since a retreat that I went on in February of this year. I made a podcast episode. I'll link about, I'll link it down below, but I went on a retreat in the beginning of this year and it really changed a lot for me. But the thing that I keep coming back to about that retreat and since taking more yoga classes and really just kind of deepening my practice with that is that I just want to learn more. It's like all I want to do. I want to learn about yoga. I want to learn about the ancient ancient traditions and practices. I really want to learn about wellness. I really want to try to get into inversions in yoga class. The other day I did Bird of Paradise and I felt really cool, okay, because I always see people doing it. I was like, I don't know how to get into that pose. I don't know how you do that. And we just did it in class and it was easier than I thought, but it also is kind of just like a metaphor that, you know, some things look so difficult until you just break it down step by step. And then suddenly you're in the pose and you don't even know how you got there. Like right now, I don't even know how I got there, but I was there and I was so proud of myself. It was just a really cool moment. And to me, I feel like that's what yoga is all about. But anyway, I just have this desire to really learn a lot more. And I just admire so many people that just have so much knowledge about yoga, ancient practices, Ayurveda, meditation, like anything within the wellness realm. I'm just like a sponge. I just want to learn so much about it. And I've really been this way since I got back from the retreat in February. Yesterday, so I'm recording this on Thursday. So yesterday was Wednesday for me. Gals on the Go released an episode with Danielle's mom. They call her Peaceful Michelle. And I just loved listening to it. She is just like a wealth of knowledge. And I just wanted to know more of everything that she was saying. I could have listened to her speak for a week and it wouldn't have been enough time. Um, I was just so like hanging on to every word she said. I just wanted her to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper about what she knows, what she learns. And I was just so... I just, I just loved it. Um, and what I really loved the most is that her, she practices what she preaches, meaning her preaching about wellness, but then actually showing up to it as a woman that's practicing the wellness, showing up as someone who practices what they preaches, what they preach. I think that would be singular is so, so, so important. And I'm constantly inspired by people like this that practice what they preach. There are two people that come to my mind in particular, and they're both hairstylists on Instagram, believe it or not. One is a British barber who owns his own barber shop, and I just love his vibe. Also, I have this problem where I follow people on Instagram, and I really love their content, but I have no idea what their names are, and I have no idea what their Instagram usernames are, and I have no idea how to find them because when I go to my following page on Instagram, it's not by like who I followed recently. It goes by like who I most interact with. I don't know. So I can never find people on Instagram until they like show up on my feed again. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's this person that I really like. So if I knew these people's names, I would say them, but I genuinely do not know their names or their handles. But if I find them, I will link them down below in the show notes. But anyway, 
two hairless hairstylists come to mind. One's a British barber who owns a barber shop, and I just love his vibe. He's a really great barber. He owns the barber shop, and he's getting really big on social media for filming himself giving the haircuts. Now, there's a couple reasons why I really like his page. One of them is that he has a lot of tattoos. I just like his vibe. I think he looks really great. Big fan of that. Second, I love his haircuts. I send them all the time to my boyfriend. I'm like, I think you should do this next. And you should do this next. I really just like his haircuts. But number three, I really like that he practices what he preaches. So often we see people get really big on social media for a skill or a job or a talent, and then they quit that exact exact skill, job, or talent that got them big on social media in the first place to pursue a full-time job of influencing, but now they have nothing to influence about because they gave up the thing that gave them the platform of influencer. Do you know what I mean? We see this all the time. That's why him being really big on social media It's because of his haircuts and it's because that he shows up to work day in and day out when I'm sure he makes a lot of money from social media. He might not even need the barbershop anymore, but it's him practicing what he preaches, him being big on social media because he cuts hair and then him continuing to show up to cut hair is like a thing that not a lot of people do anymore. And I'm not just talking about cutting hair. It's the practicing what they preach. Not a lot of people practice what they preach anymore. They'll post stuff about it online, but they might not actually be like that in real life. And honestly, same with this guy. Like I might not, he might just be someone that shows up, films his five haircuts and then leaves for a week of work and you never see him. But I don't really get that vibe from him. What I'm getting is that he loves to give haircuts. He gives great haircuts and he practices his skill. He preaches what he practices and he practices what he preaches. And I love it for it. I love him for it. Another hairstylist that comes to mind, she's the cutest little thing. She has this long pink hair. She makes really great content and her work is really, really good. She's in the salon multiple days. She has bridal hair on the weekends. And again, she is blowing up on social media because of her hair posts and you know everything that she posts on social media because of her hair. She's blowing up because of it, but she continues to practice what she preaches and she's growing online because of it. Now, all of this is not to say that the end goal is to gain a following on social media, but rather that practicing what you preach goes a really long way in the eyes of authenticity. In a world where we see so much curated content and so much is just loud, there's so much noise out there, so much is about being the most extra attention-grabbing bit so that we get your focus for five seconds before you scroll, it's really refreshing to see people doing what they genuinely love without an ulterior motive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
to tie this back, it kind of got me thinking about my desire to just learn more about yoga and the practices behind it. When I was listening to Peaceful Michelle on the Gals in the Go podcast, it just got me so inspired to learn more, but I wasn't really sure where to start. When I listen to my yoga teachers during class, it makes me want to dive deeper into readings and the history of the practice. But again, where do I start? I want to be able one day to preach about wellness and yoga and ancient practices and the benefits of it, but I also want to be the person that practices what they preach. So I also want to practice that way of life. I want to show up as that girl that practices yoga, wellness, and the ancient practices of it. And I want to show up as her, but really I am already her. I just haven't met her yet. I just haven't found her yet. And that's kind of where this episode takes us. Her is anyone to us. Her is a higher version of ourself, but I am her. We can choose to be anyone that we want to be. And we know this because who we are today is already a choice, right? The clothes we wear, the language we speak to ourselves, the books we read, the interests that we pursue, the career we're in, it's all a choice at the end of the day that we make. So who we are, our identity is made up by a group of decisions. And if I change my decisions, I ultimately change my identity. Some ways for me to show up as her. Rather than choosing to drink coffee, I can choose to drink herbal tea. Rather than choosing to scroll on Instagram, I can choose to read about deepening my practice. Rather than choosing anger, I can choose acceptance. I can choose forgiveness and I can choose three deep breaths. Rather than choosing gossip and shit talking, I can choose journaling to get to the root of my frustration. Rather than choosing a Diet Coke, I can choose lemon water with mint. Rather than burning a candle, I can choose to diffuse eucalyptus. Suddenly through choices, I become her. Suddenly through a compilation of choices, I formed a new identity. I've become someone that I've wanted to be. When I start to think this way that I can change my identity through choices, it's both freeing and weird. I feel almost a sense of imposter syndrome, right? Stepping out of one identity, one version of me that I'm very comfortable with that I really know and entering a new one that's new to me, entering a new one that explores new interests and new hobbies and adding that into my current personality and into who I am can feel fraudulent, right? Because I haven't met that version of myself yet. I don't know her yet. So pretending to be someone that I'm not in the moment, making decisions that I wouldn't normally make in my day-to-day so that I can grow into a new version of myself feels weird in the beginning. Right now, I live as someone that loves spin classes. But if you told me that eight years ago before I started spinning that I was going to be a spin girl until I die, that too would have felt incredibly inauthentic and very imposter syndrome-y. But now through the decisions and the repetition and the choices that I've made for the past eight years, being a spin junkie has become a part of me and a huge part of my identity when at one point it felt weird. But now it's normal. Now it's natural to me. This brings me to ask yourself, who do you want to be and what can I do every day to show up as her? I talk a lot about the higher self and it's a concept that I truly believe in and truly love. But sometimes when you're going through a life change or you want something different than what you currently have, something that feels so out of reach or so foreign to you, it's almost hard to associate yourself with this higher version of yourself because let's face it, no one knows you better than yourself. 
so sometimes if, you know, you are used to waking up at 9am, but you want to have this version of yourself that wakes up every day at 7am, telling yourself the night before, I'm going to wake up at 7am, it's really easy for us to be like, no, you won't, because you know yourself better than anyone else, right? But if you start to associate this new identity or new version of yourself as her, and you simply ask yourself, how would she show up to this? That's how you show up to it. If she would wake up at 7am, then pretend to be her, pretend to be that version that shows up and wakes up at 7am until that becomes part of your identity. Does that make sense? This all kind of circles back together. What does being her look like in this moment? And then showing up as her until her becomes you. When the barber that I talked about a few minutes ago, when he, you know, the barber that owns a barbershop that has all the tattoos and does really great haircuts. When he began filming content for his Instagram and TikTok, I can assure you both of his accounts started at zero followers, just like all of us. But when he began filming his clients and filming his haircuts and posting them online, I'm sure it felt a little weird, maybe a little awkward, maybe a little cringy and not like him because I'm sure he was posting this stuff to not a lot of followers. I'm sure it was weird for him to set up a camera and film his clients. I'm sure it was weird for him to edit it and post it, especially when you don't have an audience for that yet, right? Like in the beginning, it always just feels a little weird. Like he was trying to be an influencer, but he just wasn't an influencer yet. He was just trying to be someone that he wasn't yet. And that's fine. Maybe his followers also who are like local hometown friends saw what he was posting before he blew up and thought, oh, is he trying to be an influencer? Maybe they were like cringed out by it. Maybe they spoke about it to others. But now through repetition, decisions, and him showing up as him, which is just the guy version of her in this instance, he became him. Now he is him. He is a barber that owns a barbershop that has hundreds of thousands of followers wanting to see his work and his haircuts. But if it weren't for him showing up as him in the beginning, feeling whether it was cringy or imposter syndrome or kind of weird, kind of awkward, having those growing pains in the beginning, he wouldn't be where he is today without that weird, awkward phase in the beginning. He had to show up as him. He had to show up as this version of himself that he has yet to meet in order to become him in order to become this version of himself that he has yet to meet. But now he is that version of himself. So be cringe, feel a little awkward, feel a little out of place. It's all the growing pains to become a version of yourself that you have yet to meet or you want to meet. Experience and lean into the growing pains as you're becoming her. As we navigate change and explore hobbies and passions or interests, I challenge you to really embody it and to really lean into what this path is leading you down. It could really change your life. Like when I began leaning into spin, I had no idea that it would lead me to becoming an instructor and then owning a studio and then opening up a second location at the beach to now living at the beach. That could have only happened. I could only be right here in this moment at my beach house filming this episode to you guys. I could only be right here in this moment if I went to that first spin class. And then if I leaned into the feeling of the intrigue, that that curiosity that I felt, the desire to want to learn more, to get better at it, that 
If I did not lean into that curiosity and into that passion, I would not be here today. If I did not surrender to that feeling of, I kind of want to learn more about this. I kind of want to dive deeper into this. If I was just like, you know what? I enjoy it, but I'm just going to keep at an arm's distance because I'm good in who I am. I'm comfortable. I don't need to add more into my life. If I just kept at an arm's distance, I would not be here right now. I probably wouldn't even be filming this episode at all because I started this podcast because of opening businesses. You know what I mean? So it all stems from one interest, one thing that you just dive all the way into. All this is to say that I encourage you to lean into what you're feeling called to. And if it feels weird in the beginning, lean into that feeling of it feeling weird as well. It's all part of the process. Some ways that I encourage you guys to show up as her. I think first is how we present ourselves. You know, guys, you guys know the saying, like you dress for the job you want, not the job that you have is a really interesting take and kind of funny when you think about it, like out of context, like if you want to be a surgeon and you currently work at, I don't know, like a Starbucks, like you wouldn't show up to your Starbucks shift in like a surgeon uniform. You know what I mean? So I always thought that was kind of funny, but I get the premise of it. And I do like the message that comes with dress the job you want, not the job you have. But it's always kind of stuck with me because you can kind of begin to embody how this version of yourself that you've yet to meet, how she dresses her. Her sounds so grammatically incorrect. How does her dress? That's why I keep saying interchangeably she and her. How does she dress? And then can I begin to also dress like that? What does she eat? Can I eat like that? How does she react to situations in life? And can I embody those same reactions? How does she portray herself on social media? And can I embody that in real life? What time does she wake up in the morning? And can I also do that? Does she meditate for 10 minutes in the morning? And can I carve 10 minutes into my morning to meditate like that? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If it helps to get inspired into passions or hobbies, I encourage you to look on Pinterest for ideas of what she looks like without putting a face to her, without being like, oh, well, this is an influencer that I like and I'm just going to be this influencer. I'm just going to embody this person that I see online. Try not to put a face to the person that you're like getting a vibe off of. The clothes, the mindset, the daily rituals, the practices. What does she look like? What does her life look like? Is there abundance? Is it minimal? Is it inspiring? What colors come to mind when you think of her? And then once you have the visual, can you write about her? You guys know that I love this whole writing exercise of your best self. And I put it in my planners. I have it on my Etsy shop. I put this stuff everywhere because I really love this. But can you now make this specific about a version of her? Can you write about what time she wakes up? What does she do in the morning? What workouts does she do? How long until she checks her phone? Does she even check her phone at all? Does she have social media? Where does she live? What does her room look like? What does she eat for breakfast? What does her hair smell like? What does she wear? How does she greet her loved ones? What kind of dog does she have? How long does she walk her dog in the morning? What does the first thing she drink is? What is it? 
how did I phrase that? I don't know. What does she drink in the morning? What does she do for fun? How does she react to challenges? What does her day-to-day life look like? Getting really nitty gritty into the who is she and then picking some things to do every single day until those things of her become your everyday non-negotiables. And before you know it, all those decisions compile and compile and compound on top of one another until you become her. If she wakes up at 7 a.m. to journal for five minutes, you can wake up at 7 a.m. to journal for five minutes. And then suddenly you're showing up as her because you are her and you've always been her. You've always been her. She's just been inside of you and it's up to you to pull out that version of her. Over time, this her, this version of yourself will become you and your identity. Your life will change and you will practice what you preach. You will show up as her because her becomes you. You've created another identity or you've explored an interest deeper than you thought you could have imagined and you've embodied it to your core. And what's so great about this is that this version of you, this version of her can change, you know, every two years, every two weeks, every six months, you can always explore, adapt and change yourself. You never have to be stuck in an identity and you never have to abandon an identity as well. Like when I say like, I really want to explore more and show up as this version of her as this person that really practices and preaches wellness. That doesn't mean I'm going to abandon everything else that's made me who I am. I still love spin. I still love running. I still love Diet Coke. Like I still love all these things about me that I'm not going to get rid of, but I also want to add more onto my life. I want the abundance of wellness. I want the the abundance of ancient practices. I want the abundance of yoga. I want the peace. I want the calm. I want the serenity of meditation and the mindfulness and the calm that comes with it. I want all of that on top of already who I am. And that's what's so great about this is you never have to be stuck with an identity. You never have to completely shed an identity. You don't even have to remove an identity at all, but rather just add more onto yourself. So in all of this, I leave you guys with the idea of showing up as her, practicing what you preach, and continuing to show up as authentically as you can. Um, I love you guys, and I hope this episode gave you some inspiration or at least a little bit of love today. And I know this was a little bit on the shorter side, but this was a topic that I just have really been thinking about a lot, and it's still something that I'm nurturing and I'm loving and I'm journaling a lot about, and I imagine I'll continue to speak about it and what this version of her looks like for me will come out over time and I'll keep you know exploring it and embodying it and practicing it and preaching about it um and it's just it's a fun new exploration of hobbies and pat- passions and interests and learning and I'm just that's the main thing is I'm just so excited to learn so much more and hopefully bring more value to the show for you guys. So anyway, I encourage you guys, if you are feeling called to explore a new hobby, a new passion or a new identity, um, just lean into it, surrender to it. And if it feels inauthentic, fraudulent, imposter syndrome to be someone that you aren't currently, just pretend to be her. And in time, you will become her. And guess what? you, she's already within you. You just have to bring her out. So I love you guys. I hope this episode resonated with at least one of you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing manifest Monday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting manifest with Tori Simone. I will talk to you guys next week and have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Bye guys.